Today's daf is daf Yotess. We are holding in a little bit less than halfway down on Yudchesam Bey's Toshema. It's um, last words on the line is Toshema. And we're right in the middle of a Shiloh. We know that uh, the Torah tells us when a person buys an Amevriya, there is a lease with an option to buy, meaning that it can go from the Mechira to being a Ishus, to being through an act of what's called Yud, designating her as a full-fledged wife, and she's got all the halachas of an Isha. She can only leave with either the, the death of her husband or with a get. And, uh, but the question that was asked, uh, was, was, was raised by uh, uh, Rabbi Baravua, this concept of Yud, which means that you're designating as some special halacha, you designate her as your wife, she automatically becomes your wife, does it give it the status of Eresin, of Kedushin, or does it actually bump it up to a full-fledged Nesua? And the difference is going to be is Layarsha, Latamaba, there's a certain halachas that only apply by Nesuin, the Mefernadarim. Does it apply? So is she a Nesua or is she only considered to be an Arusa? And that's what we're in the middle of that child. So let's take a look. Tashama, come and listen. Ein Meichel Ekroivim. Tanakama holds that since you have to have the capacity to do yud, you cannot sell an amevria to relatives that are not in the position to be able to do yud. So let's say they're prohibited, uh, I mean, a Torah, it's one of the consanguous relationships, an isr kores, you cannot do a mechira to an isr kores because it would not be able to result in a yud. Mishum Rabelezer Amru Mocha Lekrovim. Rabelezer disagreed. Rabelezer says that you could sell Lekrovim. We're going to see at the end of today's Daphne's God. We'll get there. Rabelezer's shita is that he has based on Sukkim that it is possible to do Mechira Lekrovim. Veshavin, now both the Chachamim, the Tanakama Shita, and Rabelezer both agree that there are circumstances, even though it's an Isser to do the Yud, but Yud would be Tophus. For example, a Losase. Unless you hold like the Shita of Rabbi Akiva, where Kedushin is not Tophus by a Losase. But by Losase, for example, Almana Lekoen Godol and Grush Bechalutz Lekoen Hediot, where they're technically not supposed to be marrying these kind of women, but if they were Makadashur, it would be a valid Kedushin. Therefore, Mechira to these, an Almana could be sold a, 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 a girl, which we'll discuss how does she become that way, but if it's a girl that's an almana, he's sold to a Kohen Gadol, even though it would be usher for him to do the Yud, but potentially Yud could take place because Kedushin is toface. therefore, in this case, there's no Machlokas, Rebeleza and the Chachamin, they both agree that the Mechira would be a valid Mechira. Now, the question we have to ask ourselves is, if you're telling me that we're discussing a situation where a girl that's already got the status of an almano is being sold to now as an ama, how did she as a ketana become an almano? How did she become an almano? Right? Married off by her father and then the guy died. However, the more now assumes we're going in the sheet of Rabbi Akiva. Rashi explains later on why we make that assumption. But the more assumes we're going in the sheet of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva's sheet is that once the father uses his right to marry her off, he's not allowed to come back and sell her. Right? We're going to see there is a sheet that you're allowed to do it, and we'll circle back to that. But the more assumes now we're going in the sheet of Rabbi Akiva that once you married her off, and there's a termination, and say she's still a katana. You're not allowed to sell her. So therefore, how could she become an almana and now be sold to a Kohen Gadol? So, Now, if you're telling me, well, the father never did it, she did it herself. That can't be. She's a katana. She's a minor. A katana can't makadash herself. Says they want to like this. Hi, almana hechidami. Elam the kadosh navsha almana karli. You're gonna call her an almana? That's nothing. That's a meaningless act. That's not called an almana. So only way could be Kedushas, that she could have a status of Almona. Now bear in mind, it could only be Kedushin. If there's been Nesuin, the father loses complete rights over the girl. So it must be she's Almona from Kedushin, right? So Moses is like this. So therefore, the problem is the father already previously was Makadasha, which gave her the status of the Almona. How can he be now turn around and selling her to a Kohen Gadol? Why can't he sell her to a Kohen Gadol? Me, Matzim, Mazavna, is able to sell her. Rabbi Akiva Shita, we had it yesterday, is that once you, it says that, um, the big day he says, once you spread your garment over her, 
The Pazuk says, Ein you cannot go ahead and sell her. So how could there be a Mechira after Kedushin? That's right, right. He says, you know what must have happened over here? What must have happened is the father actually sold her. Now Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that you can sell a Mechira could hap- happen after Mechira. It's just the Mechira cannot happen after a Kedushin. Now what happened, must have happened was the father sold her. And that sale resulted in a yield. Okay? That sale resulted in a yield when now that marriage terminated, let's say the husband died or she got a get, and now, right, let's say the husband died, because we're talking about Almona. The husband died, now she goes back to the father's house, Lechora, and now there's, a, now there's a situation where he now wants to sell her again, but now she has a status of an Almona. That could be a situation where you could have a situation, how do you sell and Almona. But there is a caveat here. We're going to see a huge debate coming up. When we say that yud is done, what is the uh, mechanics of the yud? Meaning, where is the kesef that allows their kedushin to, to, to be given? Now, there's two uh, bodies of thought here. One opinion is when the person uh, sells his daughter, let's say the daughter's worth $6,000, right? They have established, and, the, 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 and the, the buyer, who is the master, gives $6,000 to the seller, the which is the father, that actually double tra- is, a, has, is a double track. That either could be money for the sale, but when yield happens retroactively, that is viewed now not as money of a sale, but that can be viewed as money of Kedushin. But now if you look at it that way, then the father is the one who's being Makadosh the daughter. But then you would still have a problem. If the father wasn't Makadosh the daughter, how can he go ahead and sell her later on? Even if there was a yield and she's not money. But there's another body of thought we'll see that holds as follows is that actually the way the Kedushin works, fascinating, the way the Kedushin works is, let's say she's worth, worked four out of the six years. So then there, there is still a balance of $2,000 that has not been worked off. Because right? what happened, $6,000 were given, and she's worked four. She worked off the $4,000. She, she still owes the, 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 the master. She still owes the master. It's with that balance... When you de-yield, basically what we're saying is, you owe me $2,000. We'll talk about it. It almost seems like Makadosh with a loan. It's with that, you owe me the $2,000. And I'm being Makadosh you by telling you that I, you do not have to pay me the $2,000. You don't have to work for it. The Kedushin will be, will wipe out the $2,000 balance. You've been with the balance of Mechira. Now, if that's the... Can you say that one more time just don't Okay, so like this, when, when, the husband, when the father get, gets the $6,000, right? Father gets the $6,000, now she has to work, she now has a debt. She has to work six years, $1,000 a year. Comes year four and the master, either for himself or his son, wants to Makadosh her. There is an opinion that the Kesef Kedushin that is used is not the original purchase price. What is used is the balance of what she hasn't worked yet, which means he's being Makadashah with what? The last two with years. $2,000. Now, if he's being Makadashah with $2,000, who, th- th- there you could argue that's not Kedushin that is happening with the father because the father's out of the picture. That, we're going to have to see how it works, but that's a Kedushin with the girl. You're saying, the, ma- the, the master's saying, you owe me still another $2,000 of work? Forget it. You don't have to do the two thousand dollars of work. I'm being a kudeshes to you with that. Now, what you gain in, a, a, according to this interpretation, then perhaps you could argue that even though Rabbi Akiva learned in yesterday's daf that when the father marries her off, he loses his right to sell her again because once he, it's like you know, he used it. That that's it's gone. That that right is lost. 
he can't tell her again. Here in this case, even though she becomes an almana when the husband dies because she was married, you could argue that that's not considered to be like the father married her off. Why is it not considered like the father married her off? Right, the father was out of the picture once the sale took place, and therefore comes along what basically what uh, what uh, Rav Amram Amram Yitzchak wants to cl- say. That's how you can have a situation according to Rav Yekiva Shita that even though a father is not allowed to sell after he married her off, how could he now be selling to an, a kohen gadol? Because she's an almana based on the yud situation, but the father did not lose his right. To marry or to, to sell her a second time, to sell her a second time, because that marriage wasn't considered like he married her off. To a coin, you said. Now, the second time now. That, our, our question was how could you have a situation you're marrying an Almana to a Kohen Godel? How could there even be one? Now we figure it out. So when it says like this, the way she became almana was not through a regular kedushin, because then he wouldn't be allowed to sell her again. But was that kedushin happened through a yud? Yud is the designation of the master. But it only works if you hold of that body of thought, like Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda. The way he wanted, there was going to be two explanations. Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda. What's the first explanation? That the original purchase price is not given for the sake of kedushin. That's not what you get married with with the six thousand dollars. So what are you getting married with? You're getting married with the balance of what's left that she hasn't worked off yet. That's how it works. Now. Why are we saying this? Remember, circling back, we started today's share with that uh, Rabbi Baravua wanted to know when you do Yud, does Yud leave you at an Aresin stage and you still need Chuppah? Or does Yud actually bump up the girl's status all the way as if she's considered to be a Nesua? Right, that was the question. Does it, is it Aresin or does it Nesua? And what's the difference whether it's an Arusa or a Nesua? Because a new doesn't return to the father's house. Because a nesua, no. No. Well, I say we're going to get to that, but more than that. But the, because a nesua, the husband inherits her. If he's a coin, he can go to the base akvaros. Uh, he can buy for her nedarim. So there's an erusin or nesua. So we want to know whether you doesn't. Now, but the modest point is like this. What Adam touched on this. The modest thing like this. One second, though. It can't be doing nesuin because if if you did the nesuin. Then she would be out of the father's jurisdiction completely. So forget about that. He, whether or not he can sell her to an almana to a kohen gadol, he can't do anything. She doesn't even go back to him if it does. Must be the fact that you're discussing over here. Can he sell her to a kohen gadol? You it must be that it could only be doing erusin. It could not be doing nesuin. Everybody with me? Mm-hmm. All right. That's the most point that it's trying to say. So when it says like this. So says the Gemara, the E Amart Nesuin. Are so you telling me that what Yud does is Nesuin? If what Yud does is Nesuin, so Kevan says once she's had Nesuin, she's completely out of the jurisdiction of the father. father. So Shuv Ein La has no longer has any jurisdictional rights over her. All right. So what says like this? Okay, fine. So what do you want to tell me? Therefore what? Therefore, there must be that what does Yud do? Only does... Uh, 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 right? Only does Eresin. So when it says, but then I'll ask you again. This is basically going to be a Chazorah. So it says, okay, but if it does Eresin, so if it does Eresin, so then still, how could the father go ahead and marry her? Because we look... I mean, I mean how could he go ahead and sell her? Rabbi Kiva said that once she's had Eresin, Kevin Sheba... Taliso Aleha, once you spread the talus over her, you can't go back and sell her. So therefore, the Elamai Erisinosa, the Shavin. So why does everybody say that they agree, Shemokra, that you could sell her as, for an, to a, as, even though she's an Almani, you can sell her to her and go and Godel? Hain Adam Mokra is Bito, the Shivchas Achar Ishus. There was Rabbi Kiva Shita yesterday that you can't sell her as a Shivcha after she became an Arusa. So therefore, what are you going to answer? We already answered that question today. How did we answer that question? We said that she's not getting married through the actions of the father. She's getting married by year because what's Mikadashur is not the original purchase price. If it was the purchase price, it's like the father doing it. But this is not like the father doing it. Why? Because it's from the balance of what she owes. He says, well, that same answer will have a soon. Maybe the same thing. When does she, when does she 
leave the jurisdiction of the father is if he made the nesuin. But since over here, it, it, and therefore, so therefore, maybe the same answer works. He could still she's, sell her even after nesuin helps. So therefore, you have no proof. That's what the woman wants to say. So Elamai is Lachlamer. So how are you going to explain how there's a Mechira even though she became an Arusa? Shani Erusin Dida. It's different where she is the principal in the case of the Erusin, like the case of the balance of the money. Me'erusin Davur, where, where he is the one who is uh, uh, pushing the Erusin, where he's the one who's doing it. So, no, so therefore, like this. So also. If that's the case, then you could argue that even if you does Nesuin, maybe you does Nesuin. But maybe there's a difference between a nesuin that is done from the father or the nesuin that happens through the yud, which is her actions, right? They may give the same answer, like the same with Erison, maybe the same nesuin. Shani nesuin didom and nesuin davio. So when it says like this, I don't buy that answer. Now listen carefully why I don't buy that answer. This is the way Roger seems to explain it. Erison, there's no question, when a woman becomes an Arusa and then the marriage terminates, everybody agrees she goes back to the father for certain jurisdictional rights. Our only question is, once, can you sell it? But she still belongs in the jurisdiction of the father. Maisea Dayim, Nadarim, all those things still in the father's uh, jurisdiction. But Nesuin, there's no question. Once she becomes a Nesua, she oh. leaves the father's jurisdiction. So it really makes no difference whether the Nesuin has been... Uh, attributed to the father's actions or whether the children's but as the status of a Nesua she's out of jurisdiction so therefore you can't give the same answer oh it wasn't him who did the Arisin fine if it wasn't him she's still in his jurisdiction he can go ahead and sell her but once she becomes a Nesua flat across the board the status of a Nesua takes her out Therefore, it makes no difference whether she caused it or he caused it. She's no longer in his jurisdiction. Therefore, it seems to be a valid proof that must be the only way she can become an almona. And you can still have a sale afterwards. It might, if it's going through the case of Yud, must be it's only Arisin and it can't be Nasu. And that's the point that's being made. And Yud is almona. If, if, the, if she's been Yud, Arisin, no Nisuin, the, the husband dies, She's like a regular Arusa. Arusa, the husband dies, she's an Almana, yes. Yeah, she's yes. not She's an Almana. No, she is Almana. She's an Almana, yeah. So what it says like this. So says the Gemara, hi <coughs> my, because what's the comparison? You can't say the same argument made by Arusin to apply it by Nasud. Bishlama Arusin, I understand when it comes to Arusin, 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 Shani. You can make a distinction. Is it an Arusin that he did? Or it's an Arisin that she did, like in the case of you. At the end of the day, in both cases, in his jurisdiction, the question is, how strong is the jurisdictional rights? Can he still do a Mechira or not? And they could argue, if he didn't push the Arisin, maybe he could still do a Mechira. Maybe. But Ella Nesuin, Minasuin. But to make a distinction between the two types of Nesuin, was it a Nesuin because he caused the Nesuin through like a regular marriage? Or was it a Nesuin that had because Yud has a status of Nesuin? Then you can't make a distinction because the very act of Nesuin does what? Takes her, out of the father Takes her completely out of the jurisdiction of the Father. I, I, this, this is probably a fun, basic question, but just to make sure. This yeah. is either a Katana or a Nara. Tana can't be a Nara because a Nara can't be sold. Yeah, like Nara could still be in the jurisdiction of the father, but it can't be sold. So Mara says like this. So Mara says, Ni Shani, is there a distinction? Says Rashi, Kevin the Nesuin the Raisa, once Nesuin, Mina Torah, is a Torah status. She has completely left the jurisdiction of the father. All right. So anyway, the point is like this. That it would seem, it would seem that we have a ironclad proof, going back to Rabbi Baravua's question, does Yud do Erosin or does Yud even accomplish the Nesuin state, right? The fact that we have a Machlokas and we brought down that both Tanoim and the Machlokas agreed that after uh, Yud, the father, and, and she's become an almana, the father could still sell it to a Kohen Gadol, technically could sell it to a Kohen Gadol, even though she's considered to be an almana, right? That's what we said, is a proof that Yud has to be doing Erosin, it cannot be doing Nesuin. Now, bear in mind, this only works if you hold that the way Yud works is you're, being mar- you're, you're marrying her off with the balance. 
This did not work if you're marrying her off with the full purchase price of the original purchase price of what the father received. Why? Why didn't it work under that circumstance? Because then you want to associate it with the dad doing the deal. Because then it's considered the father was the one that married her off. Since retroactively that purchase now becomes a marriage, so he married her off. So if he married her off, then it should be all bets are off. There's no way once he did the Kedushin that he have a right to go ahead and sell her afterwards. Yeah. Everybody with me? That's going to be the point. But is for him to do like she, he hopes that she would Maybe, maybe, maybe. Let's say not. But the question is what the mechanics are. That's just crucial. Yeah. Why do we keep emphasizing that the father can marry off Kohen Gadol? I mean, the fact that he can marry her off a second time or marry her off, we're saying that he didn't marry her off the first time. We're trying only... to show that the, that the pin, that there was a machlokas. Can you put a, can you do a sale where a yud would not be possible? So therefore, let's say it's a car race. So Karis, there was a machlokas, can you do it? But said it doesn't matter. Even if it's not going to be a yud, you can still do a mechira. Chachamim said, no, if it can't result in a yud, then how can you do a mechira? But everyone agrees, in Almana you could marry to a Kohen Gadol, even though you're not supposed to. It's Yisraelam. But Kedushin could work, therefore you can do it. Our question was, how does she become an Almana and then still have a mechira afterwards? We said it must be through yud, but it only works through yud if it's the balance that's being makadashur. But if it's the actual purchase price that's being makadashur, then the father was the one that was makadashur. The father was makadashur. How could he do a mechira afterwards? So I got, got you. So here's the question I have. Next wait, 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 I just let's, let's just stick with this. Otherwise, we're gonna like right. fall twelve blocks behind here. Someone says like this. Someone says me. Someone says like this. Someone says like this. Now, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, we're going to see later on today's daf. He held that when let me let me let me let me give this step. We'll, we'll see. So there was there is a question. Rav Yosi Bar Yehuda said that if you want to be do yud, there still has to be a balance of a pruta still left on the contract. At any point in time. I, I, meaning, like, if it's three minutes before the six years are up and you don't have a pruta left, then you cannot do the yud. Now, the simplest understanding, the more I said, must be because what are you being Makata with? With, with? with the balance. Not with the original purchase price. If it's the original purchase price, who cares how much time is left, right? Rav Nachman by Yitzchak disagreed with that. He said that even though, even though there is less than a pruta, even though he agrees that less than a pruta, you, you cannot have less than a pruta of time, it's still, you're still Makadesh, not with the balance, you're being Makadesh, according to Yosef Yehuda, with the original purchase price. The question is then, why do you need any pruta left at the end? We'll deal with that later on today. But the point that he, the one is asking, so according to Rav Nachbar Yitzchak's understanding, he holds that even in the sheet of Rav Yosef Yehuda, that you have to have a pruta left, you're still not being Makadesh with the balance. What you're being Makadesh with, is the original purchase price, well then the Chorah, who is doing the Kedushin by Yud? The father. the father. So then, according to him, how are you going to understand the Brysa that an Almana, that you can have an, an Almana being ma- sold to a Kohen Gadol if the purchase price... Not that goes to the father. If the purchase price is what he's doing the kedushin, as opposed to the balance. I mean, the father can't uh, sell her after he already did. Right. So says like this. So even the sheet of Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, that you have to have a pruta left at the end, but still, Maus are showing him the kedushin nitnu. That the, the, let's just get the terminology. So we'll keep using it. Maus are showing him means the first monies. What is the first monies? That's the purchase price. The kedushin nitnu. That retroactively. Is becomes the Kes of Kedushin. So then, my Mukim law, how is he going to explain the Tanoyim of this Brysa as how is it possible to have an Almona getting sold to a Kohen Godo? Because even with Yud, it's still considered the father was the one who made of the Almona. And if so, if so what? How is it possible that after he made her Almona, you can sell her? So Mora says like this, this whole line of thought we were assuming is going like Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was the one who said that once you put your garment on her, right. once you make her, you cannot go ahead and no, sell her. He says, but who says you have to say it's going like Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Eliezer disagreed with Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Eliezer just sell Kevin Shabigdo. He learned once you betrayed her. If you betrayed her, you cannot. It means if you sold her once, What's that? He, he said the only time, the only thing you're not supposed to do was 
is that you're not supposed to uh, marry her after you. He hold right. He said that if you sold her once, you can't sell her again. You're not allowed to sell her again, right? right. Exactly. So therefore, so that's what he said. If you sold her once, you can't sell her again. So therefore, according, we don't we don't have to say it's going like Rabbi Akiva. You know how she became an almana? The father was Makadasha off one time. She, she became back. an almana, came back to the father, and then he sold her. Because he holds the only problem is selling after selling. But he doesn't hold as a problem of selling after being Makadish. So therefore, who says the Bryce has to be going like Rabbi Akiva? It could be going like the Shita of Rabbi Eliezer. Okay? Let's see it inside. So Mora says like this. You can't sell her after a sale. But if you Makadasha, forget about you, no you. Use Makadasha, straight up was Makadasha as a Ketana. The husband died. She came back to him. She's an Almona. He can go and sell her now to a Kohen Gadol. No problem. Okay. New thing. Boyresh Lokish. Shlokish has the following Shiloh. Now let me explain this. Each one of these things we could spend days on. The lumdus over here is phenomenal. But the question is like this. If I ask you right now, based on your vast knowledge of covering all Masechus Kedushin and Gittin, right? Is there a case where a child is a minor can be Mekudosh? Child who doesn't normally have Das to do transactions. Can a child be involved in the act of Kedushin? Yes or no? What would you answer me? Yes, yes in case where what? The father. If it is... Forget about Amavriya. What do you have to come on to Amavriya for? No, she's a Nara. Wait, wait, wait. Regular case. Can a father be Makadashi's daughter that's a Ketana? Yes. Yes. So yes, you answer me. If it's a girl, yes. yes. Does the father have jurisdictional rights over a boy to be Makadashim? No. Yes or no? Normally would say no. Maybe. That drive was only given uh, 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 my daughter, not my son. Ask the Gemara the following. This is what, this is what Rachel Lucky is asking. Since we know that the Torah allows Yud to be done either by the father or with his son, maybe he could actually do Yud if the son... Is a is a minor, yeah. right? That's yeah. the that's the going to question. Maybe yes, maybe not. Now you want to get into the lumbus mechanics of it. How do we view it? Is it the child is the principal? Is it the father that's the principal? There's different ways you can cut and slice how you look at it. I don't want to get into that, but that's what they're showing them deal with over here. How the yield works, right? So let's see. So Gemara says as follows: Boy, Can a person do yield with a girl? Who with his son, if he's a minor. But no, Amarachmana, the Torah gives over the rights of the father. Either you take her as a, 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 and do the yud with her, or your son. So your son, Beno Koldu, it means anyone who's your, any, any, any st- stage of son, even if the son is a minor. Ideal, no, do today, or maybe no. That son is compared to you. The same way as you can do it, why can you do it? Because you're a bardas, you're over 13 years old. Maybe also the son has to be like you, and also has to be at least 13 years old. Everyone here the child, it can go both ways, right? So, so therefore, mahu gadol, just as the master is an adult, so abenu gadol, so too the child's an adult as well. I'm Reb Zeira, Toshim, come and listen. Now Reb Zeira wants to bring an interesting proof. This is, uh, again, the, the, the fascinating analysis back and forth, what the Havamina was. We have as follows, in the Parsha in the Torah that talks about adultery. The word is like this. Listen to the wording of the Torah. The Pazak says like this, number one in the Torah, or HaShalem. The Ish, a man. Now Ish usually is an adult, right? The word Ish. The Ish, Asher Yinaf as Ashes Ish, who commits an act of adultery with the wife of a man. So very interesting way the Torah writes it. If a man committed adultery with the wife of a man, right? Everyone see, that's the positive. Comes along the Brysa. When a Razer is bringing the Brysa, the Brysa is Ish, Prat Lakotten. So first of all, this is only true if the paramour, the one who's perpetrating the act of adultery, had to be an Ish. If the child, if it's a, if it's a minor, then, it, not that, that the act was considered nothing, it could be for the woman, it is, 
but the child himself cannot be, uh, it's not a capital offense, you cannot execute the child, even if he's nine years old, because nine years old physically already, according to the, uh, the, the, the halacha, he's considered to have the ability to do an act of bia, by a girl's act of three, and the boy it's an act of nine, but even though it's considered to be an act of bia, ish, you don't execute. Taisus says an unbelievable thing over here. I'm not gonna, I just want to throw it out to you just for interest. But Taisus says, what's the half a minute since whenever do you execute a minor? Right? Whenever you execute a minor. So what do you have to tell me? Ish, the cotton. They only execute him if it's an ish. You won't execute the cotton. Of course not. He's not as he's minor. So Taisus says over here something that actually he elaborates in Masechah's Erechin. And Masechah's Erechin, he says like this. There's a fascinating halacha. Somebody commits an act of bestiality. He's executed, but you also have to execute, bestiality is living with an animal. So you execute him, and you also have to kill the animal. One says, what do I kill the animal for? Kill him. One says, because it, it, it would be a terrible thing that this animal continues to walk around, and everyone says, oh, you see that animal? That was the animal that he was executed. So Tosus says there might be a Havamina that if you're going to execute the woman, for this act of adultery, that you might, it's unbelievable, mind blowing. You right. might execute. This is the kid. The mind blowing, you don't say. It. That's right. But that's, that's the, the Havamin over here. Okay. So, anyway, the point is like this it says, Ish, Pratla Cotton. We're not interested in the first part of it. I just threw that in as for interest's sake. Asher Yinaf is Ashish Ish, who has relations with the wife of an Ish, and says the Brysa, cotton. It's only adultery if it's the wife of an ish, but not if it is an, a wife of a minor. Now, one second, one second, just bear with me. Now, what the Gemara is pointing out, the Gemara assumes now in the Havamina, yeah, exactly, what the, you know, when you learn Gemara Be'ir, and you have to understand why was that the Havamina, why does not that it? you have to understand what the Svaras are, but let's get through. So it says like this, the Gemara understands right now is that we're excluding that it can't be if this woman was with, uh, married to a, a, a child. Only if she's married to an adult. Now what the Morris point is asking like this, if you're telling me that the father can marry off his daughter to, as, a, as a minor to a woman, then that would be considered a full ashes ish. Okay. Therefore, so why, if you're telling me that a father has the ability to do yield for his son, even if he's a, 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 the son's, a, a son's a minor, that the din would be, and that's considered to be a valid yield. And so then she would be an atheist. So, so therefore the person who perpetrates an act of adultery with that wife, who's the wife of a minor, should be a capital offense. So I said, no, must be, it's not possible. That's what the Gemara is assuming. Someone says like this, now, Ahmed Miyayed, now if you're telling me a father can do you it for his son, then there is a case of a issues of a married woman who's married to a minor. No more says like this, the one says, one second. It's a, it, the logic is completely the opposite. I mean like this, if you're telling me that it's not possible for a child to marry a woman, then why do I need a Pasuk in the Torah telling me that it's not a capital offense? If you had relations with the wife of a child, there is no situation. I don't need a pastor telling me that. Obviously, what's telling me is like this. Even though there is a situation that's not considered to be a capital offense, what must be the situation? Must be the only case we can think of is yud. So this is actually a raya that there is yud by a minor. Exactly the opposite. So Moses says like this, the Elamai, Ainamayai, you telling me you cannot do yield with a child, then I'm not coming like Why do you have to have an exclusion in the Torah that there's no capital offense if it's the wife of a child? What do you need that for? Of course, there's no such animal. It can't exist. Tiv should me know. So if, if anything, the fact that you need a person to tell me it's only a capital offense if it was the wife of an adult and not one of the wife of a child, what should the takeaway be? That there is a possibility of a wife of a child. How is that possible? The only case we could think of, case of you. Tiv should me know that what? The miyayid, that there is you with a cotton, right? Someone says like this, no. You're right, you've got a good point. Why do I need exclusion if it's not such a possibility? It is a possibility, but the possibility is not through you. You know where the possibility is? Through Yibum. Because remember, we learned Yibum could be Balkarcha. Balkarcha means without the uh, acquiescence, without acquiescence, but it doesn't just have to be without the acquiescence of the woman, it calls to be without das 
of the man. If it's doesn't, you don't need das, then well, therefore what? Nine years old, you can have yibum. That, that's why you need the Torah to say But even if she's an Aishas Ish through the case of yibum, I'm warming here. Is it it's just me? Maybe open the door. So therefore, like this. Okay, not not yibum. Therefore, it's the yibum that made her an Aishas Ish. Therefore, you don't have a raya for the case. We're still unresolved as to the Shaila Lagabe Yud, but you cannot bring this as a raya because why be talking about how to Yibum? The one says like this. Samravashi, Hacha Be Yavan Ben Tesh, Shashan of Yom Echad. We're talking about a nine year old, and one day, Abal Yavinto, they had relations with his daughter, with a Yavama. Askin, that's what we're dealing with. To Mazaraisa Chazile, because Minat Torah, that is considered to be a legal act of Yibum. Mao the same, but therefore you might have argued since an act of yibum, and now if someone commits adultery with this woman, it should be considered a capital offense. For whatever reason, the Torah says that is not going to be considered a capital offense. It's adultery, but we're not going to execute the perpetrator for it. So therefore, Mao the same, I came to the Raisa Chazile, will be also Bia. That means the Raisa, she's fit for him, and the Bia is a Bia because at least nine years old. So Abalem is Chaya Beishas Ish, the one who had relations with this woman, an adult has relations with this woman, should be Chaya, the capital offense of Beishas Ish. It's not. All right. My Havila, bottom line. We want to, what's the takeaway? What's the takeaway? What are we asking about? That's it. Can you have you it for a minor? Then we haven't, we haven't proven it. So Toshima, come and listen. It doesn't say exactly where he gets it from, but it says this is what he held. You it has to be that what? Your child has to be like you. Just as you're an adult, you want to give him to the son, has to be an adult. Number one. But he threw in a second, ain't you elamidas. And you also has to be with das. Means you have to have mental acuity, mental awareness. Now the more says that's somewhat of redundancy. Once you told me that it has to be an adult, means it can't be a child because a child doesn't have das. So then why do you have to throw in also, you have to have das. What do you have to write that for? So you tell says like this, Tarti, why do you have to say both? Numar says, no, the second clause is the explanation of the first clause. Why is yud only with a gado? Because yud requires das. Everybody with me? So why is it like this? So therefore, my time come. Let's give the reasoning. My time and you'd elevate What's the reason you'd only applies by a godo? The fish and you'd elevate because you need to have das. That's one explanation. Meaning, the, 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 the Rab Evo who made the double statement, the first explanation is that that double statement is not redundant. It's the second clause is the explanation of the first one. Right? Now, there's another fascinating explanation. Another way you can explain why do you need both clauses <coughs> is that midas dido. It means that there is a, that, 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 uh, yes, the, 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 the boy has to be an adult and there has to be das. Who's das? Not his, hers. Not his. Of course his. He has to be an adult. She, even though she's a minor, remember, she can't even be a nara. Obviously she's not a nara. If she's a nara, She's gone. She's done. So therefore, even so, she needs to have das. Now here we have a big machlokas between, I believe it's Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. Rashi learns, means she has to acquiesce. She says, yeah, I agree. Rabbeinu Tam says she's a minor. What do you mean I agree? He says, you just need notification. She has to know what you're doing. You don't need her permission. It's machlokas, what the das over here is referring to. But anyway, so they were like this. So they were, no, it means midas didok. You need her das. You need her either acquiescence or notification. The Tani, as we learned in a brisa, uh, the Tani Abaya Bered Rabbi uh, Avohu, Rabbi Avohu, uh, the, the son, uh, Rabbi, the son of Rabbi Avohu said, Asheloyah The Pasuk says that you, uh, you have to allow her to be redeemed because you did not do the yud. Asheloyah Now, he says like this, the Iraji seems to learn that the word yodah the shorish of the word comes from, even though you have to switch around the letters, in Russian of Deya. What does Deya mean? Awareness. No, Das. That's what Ya'ada. So it means like this. You have to let her go free. Because you did not have, let's go Rashi Sheet, you did not have her acquiescence. Since you did not have her acquiescence, you couldn't, you don't do, you, you don't do you, you have to allow her to be redeemed. But you see from there that acquiescence, that Das, her Das, even though she's a minor, is still required. The gifts of the I think changes it to to notify her, to, to get her acquiescence, depending on the different opinions. Right. Now, 
Hutani Lavahu Amrala. Now Abaya was the one who brought down this Brisa. He also explained this is that the only time you need to have her acquiescence or awareness is Dafka because it's a condition that's done through Yud. But in a regular condition where the father marries off his daughter, who's a minor, there you don't need any type of knowledge or acquiescence from the girl. Right. Only because it's being done through you, it is a special din, but not in a regular case where the father marries off his daughter. Where it says, therefore, like this. Uh, 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 so, Now, why is you different? Because it's going like the opinion, this is going like the opinion that how are you marrying her? What is the case of Kedushin? Left the, money. the balance. Well, if it's a balance, who are you dealing with as the principal? The father, the principal will be the daughter and the and the ball. The ball. The, the ball obviously is the ball is always the principal. Father. But the fa- instead of being the father, it's the girl because you're not using the original purchase price. You're using the, the balance, and therefore, since it's the girl, it makes sense that you need to have. Her, her acquiescence. That's that's why. Uh, so therefore, I leave it to Yosef Yehuda to Amar Mazri Shonos. Love the kedushin The original purchase price is not what's being used for the kedushin. It's the balance. Now, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Amar. I feel the time of the kedushin. He said, I disagree with you. Even if you learn that, like he wants us, he's going to say all along that it's not the balance that's doing the marriage. It's the, it's the Kedushin, it's the purchase price that's doing the marriage. Well, if the purchase price that's doing the marriage, you could argue, then why do I need her acquiescence, the Chorah, it's the father doing it, right? The Pasuk says, that calls it Yud, your designation, and Yud contains in it that you have to make her aware, the word you don't, you have to make her have that awareness. So therefore, even though it's the purchase price that's doing it, there's a special din over here that what? That she needs to be either notified or you need her acquiescence. All right. My Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda, we've already a number of times referred to this Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda, does it, is the balance that's doing it, is the original, where, where is this Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda? And I already alluded to this earlier. The sign you learned in a brisa says Yodovehefto. It says that the you, you either do yud, but if you don't do the yud, then what do you have to do? Vehefto, you have to allow her to pay off the balance and redeem herself. Right. She says like this. He says like this is that uh, it has to be when you do the yud. Right? There still has to be enough time at the end of the day that the alternative still has to be possible as well. I Meaning if you're not going to do the Yud, there has to be time to be able to do the Pidyon, redemption. Which means there has to be at least a Pruta left. Because if there's no Pruta left on the balance, you wouldn't have been able to do the redemption because there's no money left. And if you can't do the redemption, you also cannot do the Yud. That's what he says. So therefore, you have the tzaruk sheyeh shaz b'yom k'day p'diyah. Mekanam Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda. So therefore, from here, Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda said, Imyeh shaz b'yom k'day lasos imo shaveh pruto. If there's a balance of a pruto, that you could still do a pruto's left of work, then it's mekodeshes. Then the yud can be mekodesher. But imla, but if you don't have enough time in the day where there's still a pruto of outstanding balance, so then, ain't a mekodesh, not mekodeshes. So it would seem at face value, what does Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda hold? What are you being mekodesh with? The balance of honor. Clearly the balance, because that's why you need to have a pruta at the end of the day. It must be that the original money is not being given. The purchase price is not what you mean, Makadashur, but you're Makadashur with what? With a balance. Now there's still a huge difference over here also, because that means when does the marriage officially start? Beginning or end of the sale? And because that's what you're using. You could argue that if it's the original money that's being used, then retroactively the marriage would be starting. But since he's saying it's the it's the Kesem Kedushin, that's the, the Pruta at the end, then that's when the, the marriage starts. Now, Rav Nachbar Yitzhak Amar, he says, I disagree. The fact that Rabbi Yosef Yehuda says you have to have a ne- enough time in the day that there's a pruta doesn't mean that the kedushin is taking place with that that pruta. He says like a filotem and kedushin itnu. It could be that the original purchase price is doing it. Now, why do you need to have then a pruta 
at the end because the Torah says that if you don't do the Yud, you have to allow for Pidyon. Well, the only way you can allow for Pidyon is the fruit is there, but not that the fruit is being used for the Kedushin. What's being used for the Kedushin? The original money is being used for the Kedushin. Why do you need a fruit at the end? Because that's a condition. A condition of the Yud is that if you don't do the Yud, it has to be able to be Pidyon. That's why you have to have the That's what Yosef that's what Nachman Yitzchuk says. Therefore, like this, I feel the time Shani it's different over here. because I that you have to allow there for to be a pigeon if you don't do the yud. Okay, let's go back to it. Unbelievable Gemara. Again, we're not going to spend enough time as we should be spending on it. But he says a person can tell his daughter, see the Kabbalah Kedushah. Go and accept your Kedushah. I mean, generally, even when the Torah gives the right to the father to be Makadish's daughter, right? It's the father being Makadish's daughter, right? Says Rava, we're going to see why he says this. He says that that right, the father can transfer over to the daughter, even if the daughter is a minor. And therefore, he can say to her, go and be macabre the Kedushin on your own without me. Right? Now, the obvious problem with that is, how does that work, right? She is a So where do you see you can do such a thing, right? Where's the Kiddush? Right? He says, you see it from a case of Yud. With Rabbi Yosi Bar Yehuda. Right. He understands, by the way, Rabbi Yosi Bar Yehuda is holding that the Kedushin is, the money that's been used for the Kedushin is what? The, the original money or what's left? What's left. What's left. And what's left is the father in the picture. No. no. And still you see she can go ahead and do it. So you see from the laws of Yud, with the understanding of Yosef Yehuda, you see that what? That the father can transfer the rights to the daughter and that's how it works. So he says like this. So, I'm, and so he says like this. Where do you see it? Rabbi Yosef Yehuda. Love Amadur. Rabbi Yosef Yehuda not say that Mauser Rishonis love the Kedushin Nitin, even though the original purchase price is not being used anymore. And when you leave over a pruta of balance at the end, that's Havik Kedushin Kedushin. You're Makadish, which is the being Makadish with the girl now, because she's the one that owes the um, balance. Owes or owns? Owes, owes. She owes. She hasn't worked up the full uh, right. So hachanami loishna. So here too, in a regular case where it's not a mechira, that means the father can go to the girl and say, "See the kabli Go ahead. The same way that's happening in the case of you, he can, we, we can learn from there. That's Rav's chiddush. Second thing, and this also opens up a can of worms. Let's say a person has a loan. All right. He lent, uh, he, uh, uh, I lend, I lend Adam a thousand dollars. Well, no, I'm saying, it has to be a girl. I lend a woman a thousand dollars, okay? I lent a woman a thousand dollars, and I lent a woman a thousand dollars. She owes me a thousand dollars, all right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's a mashkon. And there's a mashkon. She gives me a mashkon to hold on to. Right? So she gives me a mashkon, or, or, or she puts aside, and that's why she didn't even give it to me. She put aside, this is a mashkon, in case I don't pay you back, you can collect it from here. All right? Then I walk over to her, and I say to her, you know what? Instead of paying me, instead of paying me $1,000, use it for Kedushin. Right? There. It's Mekudeshis. Now, the problem is, we learned on Davov, if you remember before, that we said you cannot be Makadash with a Milva. We cannot be Makadash with a Milva. So you can't, because you have to be giving her new money. How are you giving her new money, right? So there is... But, but we also had a case over there, even with collateral, it doesn't really work, because Malva ain't con, Mashkin ain't con. She's not getting the collateral, right? So, so... Tosvas deals with this problem. Some Rishon and this is the arguing with the Sugya from four. Tosvas is not arguing with the Sugya four. He said, well, because we did learn the Sugya four. If you say to the woman, I'm in Makadashi with the benefit, with the Hano, with the pleasure you're getting, that I'm being Mochel, the, the, that is what you can be Makadashi with. Then Tosvas said, what do you need the Mashkon over here? Forget about the mashkin. Who cares about the mashkin? Yeah. He says, no, because you could argue when there's a mashkin, maybe in her mind, she doesn't know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose the mashkin. Maybe she wouldn't accept that situation. So even though there's a mashkin, it's Mekudashis. That's the Now, where, where does this come from? He says, because that's really what's happening in the case of the uh, Amevriya. 
right? Let's think about it for a minute. She, the man gave $6,000, all right? She's worked off $5,000. She technically, that was a loan, she owes him that $1,000 left. And there's a mashkon. Who's the mashkon? What's the mashkon? She, uh, She's the mashkon. She is the mashkon. He, ha- he has ownership over her until the balance is paid. And still it could be Makadashah with a balance of the thousand dollars. So you see that you could, where there's a loan and there's a mashkon, it could be Makadashah. That's what Rava wants to say. Again, it requires a lot more explanation, but let's just take this at face value. So we want to say this follows. So, uh, so uh, I'm Rav. That's the special case. Of that, but from Yehud, you can learn that concept. That's what he wants to say. Now, this only works, by the way, if you learn it works like Rav Yosef Bar Yehuda that you're being makadish with a balance. Because if it's the original purchase price that becomes the kedushin, then there's no loan. There's no. You can't bring any raya bechlal. So, what is as follows. So therefore, a mikdash mil, but she actually loved mashkon. A person mikdash a woman, where there was a mashkon, she gave up a mashkon. Mikdashes, mikdashes. Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, from the ruling of Rabbi Yosef Lav, I'm Rabbi Yosef Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, not Rabbi Yehuda, not say. Most of Rishon is loved Shnit. No, you're not being mikdash with the original purchase price. You're only purchasing mikdash with a balance. Bahai alvahi, that's considered to be a loan. It's an outstanding loan. She owes that remaining thousand dollars. Vehi guva mashkon, and she is the mashkon. And nevertheless, vehi mishayir bo as long as there's a Shavah Puta left on the loan, it's Mekudeshes, Mayad, Abed Kedushin, Sachinam Eloshna, Sayyar in our case, with Mekadesh, and there's an outstanding, uh, there's a debt, and there's a Mashko, it could be Mekudeshes. That's what he wants to bring around. Let's go back to it. Tanarab Bonum. Ketat Mitzvah Ziyud. What exactly are the fundamentals, are the mechanics of the laws of Yud? Omer Lavif Neishnaim, a person says in front of two people, Hare At, behold you, Art Mekudeshes Lee. Harek Mureses Lee, you're betrothed to me. Afilu is so sheish. Now, according to Tanakama, even if it's mamish right at the end of the six years, Afilu Samush Kizachama, it's right before the sun is setting, right? Venoek Ba Minakishas, from that moment on, she have to act with her like your wife. You cannot act with her as your servant. That is the Tanakama. Because the Tanakama holds, it doesn't have to be a put to left. Pashit, why? Because the Tanakama holds, what's the Kasif? It's from the original purchase price. The chur, that's the chachamim sheet. That it's the purchase price. That if the purchase price it becomes now, then it could, the, you don't need a puta at the end. There's only if it's enough time to still work a pruta, then it's Magudesh. But in La, but if it's no time left at all, that means there's no balance at all, then ain't a Magudesh, you cannot be Magudesh. Now, the Gemara brings down a, a mushal, an, an example of this from the following story, and we have to figure out who is the story coming to support, because we had two opinions here. We had the Chachamin that you don't need any time left. And you had, now one of the differences I pointed out before, if it's the original money that's doing it, when does the Kedushin start? At the beginning. At the beginning. If it's the last Puta that's doing it, that starts in there, right. Marshall, what's the parable comparable to this? A person says to a woman, Be to me from today until third, uh, up to 30 days. Right? From today, uh, okay? After 30 days. No, he says, from now, uh, until after 30 days. You have to exactly, un- right? There's some kind of condition associated, means within the 30 days. If something happens, but it'll be retroactively from today. Right? Somebody shows up on day 15 and offers her Kedushin and she accepts. She's to the first guy. Which means the second guy's Kedushin on day 15, as long as the, with what, what is supposed to happen within the 30 days took place, then what? Retroactively. So the second guy is out of the picture. Now, who now, is this supporting? So, Marshal Laman, who is this parable coming to support? Eli, Marshal Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. If you're going to tell us Rabbi Yosef, Yehuda, can't be. Because according to Rabbi Yosef, Yehuda, the condition only starts at the end. Which means this guy on day 15 should be Mekudeshes because the only, right? So, therefore, Ha'am Yeshos Be'yoyim. Lechora, he says that as long as there's time left in the day, you need to have time left in the day. That there's a pruta's worth of work to be done. Mekudeshes. But Imlav Loi. 
So Amr you're right. Amr This obviously is going like a raya for the Rabbonon that holds that it's the Kesef Kedushin that's doing it. So retroactively, it goes back to day one, just like in the case of the 30 days, it goes back to day one. And if the guy shows up on day 15, it's Eina Mekodeshes. Someone says Pshita. I mean, you, you only give a mushal if you have to su- strengthen an idea. But if it's Pashit, right, so then why do you need it? I'll tell you why you need it. I'll tell you like this. Because in the case of the 30 days, right? Right? In the case of 30 days, there, he said, But in the case where you you sell an Isha, the Amma, for $6,000, you never said the word that it should be Mekodesh's from now. Therefore, you might think that even if you're using the purchase price, when does the Kedushin really start? At the time when you do the Yud. Who says it goes retroactive? What the Mordechai wants to say, that, but it's understood. Since the understanding is so clear that when you give the purchase price, it functions as a dual function, it's as if you said Ma'achshav. That's what's being up. It's like a case of Ma'achshav. The reason why it gives the mashal a Ma'achshav because the kidu, the, this Mechira is like a Ma'achshav case. You don't have to say the Ma'achshav over there. Under normal cases, you would have to say Ma'achshav. By the case of Mechira, it works retroactive without even saying Ma'achshav. That's the Chiddush it's saying. So Mash Milan comes to teach me that, that no. In a regular case, you have to say Ma'achshav. If you never said Ma'achshav in a regular case, then it only works for when the condition is fulfilled or when the 30 days are up. But in the case of you, you don't have to say Ma'achshav because that's understood that since it's the purchase price that's doing it as a dual function, that if you decide to uh, execute the yield, it goes retroactively from the time of the purchase. Tanya Idak, we have another bride, so that's the opposite. It says like this, Amokhar is over A person sold his daughter. Now, he sold her to A, and then he married her off to B. Everyone got the case. Father sold his daughter to A, and before A could do yield, he went and was Makarish's daughter to B. Rabbi Yehuda says that you played, you played the first guy. Because bottom line is, the first guy's marriage would only work at the time he did it. And since, you know, now you might have to give a refund, we're not getting into the financial piece of it, but Lamaisa, who's she Mekodesh's to? Second guy. Chachamim disagree. Chachamim omrin, imratzalayayin, this does not preclude the first guy from doing yud. Why doesn't it preclude the first guy from doing yud? Because when he does yud, when does the marriage start? From the beginning of the transaction, which therefore knocks out the marriage of the second guy. Right? And now the Gemara brings a story. Mashallah, what's this comparable to? Laomer Laisha, a person says to a woman, Hariat Mukadeshis Lee, you're Mukadeshis to me, La'achash Loishim Yon. Now, yeah, in this case, he never said Ma'achshav. I'm giving you this, but it's a delay. At the end of 30 days is when the Kedushin will start. And somebody went and married her on day 15. Who's going to be married? The second guy. Why? Because he married her then. Because the first one only starts on day 30. Now, who does this fit? This story, the mushal, who's it fit? Not the Chachamim. Because the Chachamim, the Chachamim's case of you, it really goes retroactive. So, I don't like Rabbi Yosef Lili. Moshe Laman. Elaim of the Rabbonon. If you want to say it's springboard for the Rabbonon, Hami Rabbonon, Imrotzel Yayid, Miyayid. They hold that you can still, the first guy can still do you and knock out the second guy. So, the story over here is that the second guy is knocking out the first guy. So, that can't be going like the Chachamim. Ela Amar of Achabrei Drava, Moshe of Yosef Lili. It's got proof for Rabbi Yosef Lili that basically, since it only starts at the time of the Yud, anyone who came before is going to knock out the second guy. And that was, when it says pshita, that's obvious. It seems to be obvious. Since what's doing the Kedushin is that last pruta, so then l'chora, what's the Kiddush over here? So when it says like this, you might think as follows. In the, right, in the case of Kedushin, when you give the, I'm sorry, in the case of Mechira of the Amo, when you do an Amo, when you make an Amo, you never say any stipulation. It should work after 30 days. The Kesev is given up front, right? And then the Yud is done. So you could argue that even if you hold that it's the last Pruta that's doing it, but then you never said, and the Kedushin should take place at that time. So maybe what? Maybe actually when it does work, even according to Rabbi Yehuda, maybe it starts from the beginning. Maybe when you say it should only take place at a certain time, then it takes place. But otherwise, maybe you should take the time when the money was originally given. Kamash Malan, that no, that this, that, that Yud is like a case of saying It's when the Yud takes place, just as in a regular case, here it also takes place at the time of Yud. Kamash Malan. Tanya Idach, we have a third b'risa. 
Hamochris Bito. A person sold his daughter. However, the father says, I don't want you having anything to do with my daughter other than Mechila. I'm selling you Almanas on condition that you're not allowed, that you cannot do the Yud. All right? Oh, that's a question. Are you allowed to do that? So, says the as follows. Mary says it works. Meaning, the, the Mechila goes through and you cannot do, there's a fulfillment of the Tanayim. You can't make such a stipulation. The Bechira goes through, and if the father, I mean, if the husband, uh, not the husband, if the uh, Adon or wants for him himself to do Yud, he can go ahead and do Yud. Why? We make Jehisna, Masha, because of a Torah. We had Sugin, Tumakas, is that you're making a stipulation against what the Torah is mandating. You cannot create a stipulation against the mandates of the Torah. So your stipulation is thrown out the window, and what are you left with? A sale, and if the, uh, the, the if the master wants to do yud, he can go ahead and do yud. Anyone who makes a tnai against the Torah, tnai bottle, the tnai is bottle. Now the problem is like this: Who disagreed with the Chachamim? Rav Meir, which means Rav Meir seems to hold that you could make a stipulation against what the Torah is mandating. Does Rav Meir hold that you can make a stipulation against the Torah? We learned in Ebrahim, So get the case. If God goes to woman, I'm giving you Kedushin, but I'm not responsible to feed you, to clothe you, and you don't have right, no conjugal rights. Right? Which are the three Torah mandated Requirements, but he says I'm a kedusha. What's the halacha there? I raise him a kedusha. That now a bottle. Diver Rav Meir. Rav Meir says the kedushin goes through. The stipulation not shocked because you cannot make a condition against the Torah. Now we're just throwing Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda Omer. Rav Yehuda says if it's financial, you could because financial a woman can be mochel. Meaning for like clothing and food, it's up to her to decide. She says, I'm Michael, then fine. Conjugal rights you cannot give up on. But food and clothing you can give up on. So Moses is like this. Things that are monetary that, that will go through. But what do you see, Rabbi Meir? Then he says that you can't get So then if Tanai Bato, so by, why by the Amevriya, Amanas that you should not be able to do Yud, why does it go through and you cannot do the Yud? We have a special Xerzakosov. It says, What word is extra in that Pasuk? What's, what's extra? Laama. If you sell your daughter, she's an Ama. So why do you have to say Laama? Rabbi Meir holds to teach me that it's possible to do a Mechira just Laama. That's a special din. That you're right. Normally, you cannot make a condition against. The Torah, but yet the Torah allows it. Where the Torah allow that you can sell her without yud from the extra word la'ama. Everyone see that inside? That's the shot, right? So when it says la'ama, pa'amim, there are times she'ena mochra ela la'ama bilvad. Now the kasha goes on to the rabbanon because the rabbanon hold that you cannot sell without yud. So what do they do with the extra word la'ama? So when it says rabbanon hai la'ama my avdule, what do they do with it? Hani boyle the kasan. They need it for the following brisa. They had, like, look, like, this is what do you learn from the Amr? It comes to teach me that you're allowed to sell to a apostle, meaning like to a mamzer or a nosin. You're allowed to sell, even though it would be usur to do the yud. Nevertheless, the sale can go through. Why? Because it is possible still for the kedushin to work. You're not allowed to do it, but it could work. It's not like selling to a currency where it can't work at all. So the Amr comes to teach me that even though it's not permitted to do the yud, but since technically the yud could work, so you can, you can right, so Gmarah says like this, so you have a special word la'ama, so what is, according to Rav Meir, the word la'ama teaches me you can make a condition not to do yud, according to Chacham, you can't make a condition, so what does Chacham do with the word la'ama? You can sell to Sulin, says Gmarah, why do I need to have a posse telling me that? Let's talk about, forget about yud, a father wants to marry his daughter off, can a father marry his daughter to a apostle? Technically, we're not saying he's allowed to or not, but can he do it? Yes, so if you can marry her off, then why should you, then, then, then you should be able to do that, you can, why shouldn't you be able to sell her to someone that's going to be apostle? So why do we need a apostle teaching me that? That's the most kasha. So the says, the is it not logical? Halodinu, im makadshel epsulim, if makadshel epsulim, directly. So then loyim karena, the sale, which is not even direct, for sure loyim karena epsulim. Where it says you can't bring a right, because kedushin is more power than mechira. Kedushin, you can even do when you're a nara. Father has the right to Mekadosh's his daughter as a Ketana, as a Nara. Mechira can only take place. So what's more powerful? What's more powerful? Kedushin or Mechira? 
Kedushin. The fact you can makadesh the psulim doesn't necessarily mean you'll be able to mechir. That's why you need the word la'ama. So what it says like this. So therefore, ma kedushin, makadesh psulim, that you can't bring a raya from makadesh psulim, she can't add a makadesh b'bidu b'shinara, can makadesh as a nara too. So then, yom kareno, does that mean you should be able to sell it a psulim? She ain't add a makadesh b'bidu b'shinara, you can't sell it a nara. Talmud Loma, that's what I have to say, la'ama. La'ama shemarech l'psulim. So that's the chachamim shita. What about Rebbe Leazar? We had Rebbe Leazar before. He says, Rebbe Leazar Oymer, im la'ama shemarech l'psulim, he says, to teach that you can marry, that you can sell it to psulim, I don't need the word ama teaching me that. I have a different source. Harek var omer, im rab e'ne adoneha. The Pazik says, if it's evil in the eyes of the master, means there's something wrong. He doesn't want to do the yud because there's something wrong. You know what that Pazik's telling me? Why doesn't he want to do the yud? Because she is usher to him. She's, he's, she's psula. There's a puzzle situation. That he's telling, therefore, he doesn't want to do the yud. But obviously, it means the mechira was a good mechira. Shirabe nesuel. It would be bad for him to do nesuin or marry her. That, so I already know that it works with psulim. From Rabbi now to now. So what do I need Amma for? He holds even as a chi of kores. He says even when there's a chi of kores, you can sell where for sure there cannot even be a youth. That's a special. That's what his that was a position we had before on the price. But as Omer, you can sell it to kroivim. Now, so we have the Chachamim say, you cannot sell to Kroivim, you cannot sell with a stipulation, but you could sell to Psulim. Ra, the uh, Rav Lezer holds, you could sell to Kroivim, you could sell to Psulim, no problem. Rav Meir, what does he hold? He holds, you can sell with a stipulation, mm-hmm. with a stipulation you can sell, right? But what does he hold What about the other things? So he says like this, uh, so, uh, let's, just, let's just finish this up. So they will ask a question. Rebel Ezra, if you could sell to Psulim, why would you think you can't sell to Krovim? Very partial. But Psulim, Kedushin, Stovsin. Krovim, Kedushin, not Tovsin. Where it says, If you, you're not allowed to, but if you did do the Yud, So you need a special posit for Krovim because to show you. So I'm a Krov, that's why you have to say La'ama. What about Rav Meir? The Psulim works like Rav Lezim That means he doesn't want to do it because it's possible. That means the Mechira worked. What about Krovim? So like Rabbanon. He holds like a hybrid. He also like, you cannot, the Amma, you, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot sell to, uh, to, 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 to Krovim. It has to be that it's possible at least. You can make a condition not to do the U. That works. And then but sell to no, not Krovim. No, no. Krovim you cannot sell to. Because there had to have been a situation where technically U would have been possible. You can make a condition not to do U. But that's very, but that's have it. But, 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 so therefore, a male holds Psulim, yes. Krovim, not. Condition with a Tanai, yes. Okay, gentlemen, we'll go on. Well, we'll stop over here. But, but the thing with Krovim is that you have to have 